Democracy. It takes an awareness of life and a respect for mankind to make democracy work. But when this happens, democracy works in mysterious ways to better the lives of everyone. Why? Because democracy is concerned with everyone. One could say that democracy is people. For the people rule themselves in a democracy. No tyrant stands a chance. No dictator can get a foothold. The systems of laws and justice in a democratic government is made and operated by the people, for the people. And people like to be free. All the world of a sound is it asleep. People everywhere just want to be free. Listen, please, listen, that's the way it should be. Peace in the valley, people got to be free. Look, see that train over there? That's the train of freedom. Okay. It's about to rise in a minute now. Just for fun. The Brit Summer Show. Too much. This song came to mind after last week's disastrous erection. Fafladda. You depress me. You say I'm right and then you always second guess me. Before I even get my bed down And when I'm always on the make You seem to get a bad headache Oh, and you depress me So why am I in love? still don't know who this is. The mystery continues from the Bill Calder show and the Neil Rogers show from the 1970s, 1980s. Nobody knows who this is, and it is not Willie. Everybody, I'm back to do another show. My voice is kind of back a little bit, a little bit better than it was the last couple shows. <clears throat> what did I just say? I'm back with a one-hour show for Skyhawk Radio, iTunes, FYI Nation, TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, SoFlo Channel, Acast, and Radio Pubic. Again, thanks to everyone for your patience, <clears throat> and I hope I got through okay with the half-hour show. 
I'm glad everyone is sticking with me, including my affiliates, who I just uh, mentioned. But you are listening to The Brit Summer Show, broadcasting to you live <clears throat> from where our governor uh, or next president or leader of the world or conqueror of the universe, uh, anointed by God, where he says, woke goes to die. And he's right about that, <clears throat> because the definition of woke is intellectual enlightenment. And if you come to Florida or if you live here, that's intellectual death. If you, if the last election is any indication, and I have to say that this is a, a result of disgustingly bad, poor lack of leadership in the Democratic Party. Now I know some <laughs> we've got pundits out there saying, "Well, it ain't that bad." Well, it wasn't a red wave after all. <clears throat> it was pretty bad. It was disgusting. It was a disgrace. We lost the House. Okay, maybe by a few seats, but if you live in Florida, we lost everything. Florida lost everything. Florida is now entirely red. By cheating, number one, by the personally tailored gerrymandering by Adolf Death Sentence, which uh, went back and forth to the Supreme Court. They kicked it back, kicked the can down the road. And they let it go. So the, the gerrymandering alone, getting rid of black districts, intimidating black voters with that commercial, which, by the way, everybody in that commercial was uh, acquitted. Uh, those cases were all dismissed because he had them arrested uh, based on bullshit. And they were perfectly le within their legal rights because they were told by their county SOEs that they were legally entitled to vote. And uh, they, he just got his election police on him because uh, of police. And then, of course, the uh, human trafficking, which he gets away with. He gets away with it. And see, that's why we don't have a chance, the Democrats, especially in, in Florida. Because it just, uh, there is no accountability here. Unchecked impunity for, for, the, for these douchebags. Nothing. We have no DOJ. They're a waste. Okay, uh oh what they say. Well, you know, they've, they've arrested over 800 of the insurrectionists. Little peon, little shits, who took little shits all over the capital, which uh, turned, they turned into the crapital. Uh, but Florida, we lost everything. But we lost all of our congressional seats, four of them, and Stoneleaf by redistricting. Uh, Orlando and uh, Broward barely showed up. We didn't carry Tampa this time. Normally we do. We didn't carry Jacksonville this time. Sometimes we do. Uh, and uh, Miami, Dade County. Uh, and you know, I want to know what happened to that. What happened to it? And there were several shows back over the summertime. Here it is. It goes back to June 3rd. A group of Latinos, including several prominent Democrats, have signed an agreement to buy 18 radio stations in 10 cities in a $60 million cash deal. Uh, to buy Univision uh, television, I mean, uh, radio uh, stations. What happened to that? Because the reason we did so, especially in Florida, I'm going to tell you right now, here's the real reason we did, and I don't care, nationally, it, nothing should have been that razor thin, all right? And we should have all been like Michigan, who they won their seats soundly, and it was a sweep by the Democrats. I was hoping Florida would go the way Michigan did. <clears throat> but apparently, uh, DNC sunk more money into Michigan. I know for a fact DNC didn't sink hardly a nickel into uh, Charlie Crist's campaign. Uh, they, uh, uh, the uh, Democratic Governors Association pretty much told the Crist campaign to go, go fuck themselves. That, that, which is what, which is Democrats are real good at the fucking themselves. That's what we did because the entire blame of us not having a, a blue tsunami, which it should have been, with everything that's been going on, with all the great things that the Biden administration has gotten passed and has accomplished, which you will never know because we don't have anybody out, we don't have a broadcast media infrastructure out there to remind people that, but they do. They absolutely do. And I place the blame squarely on the shoulders of the Democratic leadership in this party, starting with Manny Diaz, 
of the Florida Democratic Party, <clears throat> who I was in, attended a meeting he was in, and that came up about, you know, we're up a up against a multi-million, billion-dollar media infrastructure with the Republicans. What do you propose to do about that? And his answer was, ah, for the days of knocking on doors and shaking hands and going house to house. And like I say, <clears throat> nothing against grassroots. That's fine. Grassroots is fine. But these days, it amounts to nothing more than quaint. It's adorable. It's cute. It's like having a bake sale. It's like selling Girl Scout cookies in front of Publix. That's what grassroots movements do. And they're good to have, but they mean nothing anymore when you don't have any, any broadcast media infrastructure. And according to the Democrat leadership, all they're thinking about is the internet, social networking. That's all communications is to that. No, no, no. It goes a lot further than that. And no, no, no. We're down to only one cable news channel because CNN you might as well write them off they're, they're, they're Fox Light now and that's exactly what uh, Malone wanted them to do oh and speaking of Malone Maloney remember I talked about him he was uh, give, <laughs> giving money away by the shovelful to, to, to the craziest right this guy I should say Sean Patrick Maloney who <laughs> lost his seat and deservedly so <clears throat> New York lost four Democratic seats. That's unheard of. That's how badly it, this went for the Democrats. You know, this this is a by the skin of our teeth type of election. And do a no short part two. Guys like this Sean Patrick Maloney, who was just shoveling money to because he thought they would lose. Okay, here's the logic to that. <clears throat> he was giving Democratic money that was do donated to the Democratic Party. He was giving it to. He was sending those checks to Republican campaigns, to the craziest fringers that he could find out. And in the Republican Party, there are no more fringers. It is a fringe party. So uh, he threw that money away because, one, they lost anyway. They all lost anyway. <clears throat> it was a failed experiment, and in turn, uh, and not because of this, not because of this foolish blunder in throwing our money away, but he lost his seat too. <clears throat> that was, but that was done because of more Democrats fucking ourselves. Because <laughs> Democrats, they, they gerrymandered their their own uh, map one way and then backwards in the other way. We we gerrymandered our seats away in New York. We did that. How's that go? I made this. No, they did that. Our our Democratic leadership, who who doesn't believe that. Progressives can win elections. Uh, you're wrong, Chuck and Nancy and little Dickie Doibin. You know, I, I really thought that after uh, Paul Pelosi got uh, attacked in his home and after the Republicans acted like the filth, like the scum, the vermin that they really are, making fun of it and poke, making jokes and having a, having fun with something like, like that, I really thought that would have hurt them. No, no, this is, what, this is what America wants. And it's also backed up and reinforced and promoted by on-air radio. That is correct. Uh, now, here's the thing. Democratic leaders, all my Democratic leaders out there, I am, uh, uh, I got cancer, so I'm going to do this till the day I die, which, you know, may not be long. Anybody want to talk to me about politics? These are the only three words that are, that are only going to come out of my mouth, and you better listen because it's going to, without this, our, our party will disappear. Because they got us good, they got us real good here. There's no way any of those candidates should have won any votes at all, especially in Florida, where they just pulverized us. And why? Because they got a stranglehold on the media. Now, what happened to that thing back in June when they were going to buy up all those Hispanic radio stations? And I, 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 nothing. Absolutely nothing. I guess that didn't happen. And I guess it didn't have the support of the DNC. And you would have to get that. And here's the thing. These three words are all you're ever going to hear out of my mouth. Broadcast, media, infrastructure. <clears throat> Let's everybody say it along with me now, shall we? Broadcast, media, infrastructure. Without that, the Democratic Party after 2024 will disappear. It will disappear. This was not a win for us. This was a lucky break.
We've got two years to establish a broadcast media infrastructure uh, that without, without that, we're not going to stand a chance in 24. And this was a good example of it, too, because there were a lot of accomplishments that you, you couldn't ask anybody on the street of any of the Biden administration's accomplishments. They wouldn't be able to name one. Why? Because we don't have an army of on-air talent on radio stations, on AM and FM radio stations. Yes, Democratic leadership. People do listen to that. Yes, they do. They, they listen to that. Why won't you get it through your heads? And I'll never forget, I saw on, on watching Tom Hartman one, one day, he had Jamie Harrison, the chairman of the uh, uh, DNC on there, and Hartman was going on about this, how we need a broadcast media infrastructure out there. <laughs> he was talking, making all of these good points. And on the uh, video chat, you could see the look on Jamie Harrison's face. It was the same look you see on all the Democratic leadership's face uh, when they talk about communications and media and how important it is. He had the same look in his face. There's three looks. One was like panic. Two was like fear. And three was confusion. He had all three looks on his face. Like, <gasps> That's the reaction you get from Democratic leadership. And right up to the White House. Because again, they got some woman who never heard of a radio in her life, never turned one on. Uh, she's communications director. Again, we can, <laughs> it's uh, favoritism, nepotism. It's uh, and you know why we're going to lose by this? Why can't they just get a professional communications expert in there to take care of this? To, to get the message out, and not whenever they make an accomplishment, put old Papa Joe on a plane and have him fly city to city to tell everybody. That certainly doesn't work now, does it? And here's how we, we have two years to do it, to accomplish this. And here's how we can do it. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to stop with this. Ooh, they're going to hate me in the political groups. Because they, because they hate hearing this. They hate, Democrats hate anything about, first of all, Republicans hate uh, people of color, LGBT, uh, people different uh, religious beliefs. They hate oh, everybody across the board. There's only one thing that Democrats hate, <clears throat> and that's communication. Democrats hate that. Oh, don't talk about communications to a Democrat. Oh, I'll get very upset. Or they'll have a look of panic on their face. <coughs> don't ever bring up communication in front of a Democrat. Well, I will. <clears throat> and I'm going to make it my life's mission, not that I haven't already. I've talked about this a million times, but now you could really see my point is being proven. And, you know, you're going to say, well, there's no return on anything. Like, Listen, first of all, rape, take it from me. I was on a radio station that sold cheap twice. <laughs> radio stations are being sold for a song, a song and a dance. Uh if it, if it runs, and I checked on average for a uh, congressional or senatorial campaign, <clears throat> forget presidential, but just a statewide campaign, you're looking at anywhere between two and nine, nine million dollars. I'll say it again. <clears throat> two and nine million dollars. I think of nine millions for a national senatorial campaign or <clears throat> whatever it is, but. That it goes up from there. Now you got two to nine million dollars that you're going to need for any candidate that you're going to support running for office. Why not take one or two million out of that budget and buy a radio station for each and for each of those candidates and and all their different precincts? You can now. FCC says you can. <clears throat> oh yeah, they took that law away. Let's take advantage of it. Uh, you can buy a sizable radio station, FM2, uh, with a pretty good signal, um, like a WPLJ in New York, uh, which was a, a flamethrower rocker, um, and it was bought by a religious, a religious station, a religious uh, outfit, uh, for a couple of million bucks. That's all. <clears throat> radio stations are cheap. And they're buying them up in every town. And that's how we lost Florida very badly, is because across our dial, no matter what town you're driving through, it's the same show. It's the same hate. It's the same spew. It's the same propaganda, no matter what station you're listening to. And here's another thing. 
The reason they're snatching up these radio stations, one, naturally, because they're cheap, and, and two, no, no, they're not going to see a return. And why? Here's, they don't care. They don't care if they see a return. Big money donors who want to return for their investment because the return for their investment is seats. I'll say it again. The return for their investment is seats. Winning elections. <clears throat> you don't get a, you're not going to see a return on uh, selling ads and spy me a little bit, but not enough. That's not why they're doing it. They're doing it because it's, it's proven and it works. That's why they're doing it. And then another thing, and this is my speculation, and when it comes to radio, I've always been right about these things. <clears throat> the reason why uh, these are like religious stations buying out these FM rockers, uh, no one's going to tune them in. And they know that. No one's going to listen to that swill and that shit. Nobody. And they're turning them into like uh, <clears throat> Christian stations and and whatever, but what, what, KGO in, on the West Coast in California, they, they changed it to an all-sports station. That, uh, up against how many other sports stations? Why would anybody tune into that? And here's the reason. They don't care who's turning in because what they're going to do is, if they're, let's say they did take both houses in a big way, which thankfully they didn't, but let's say they won massively. And let's say they take the presidency in 24. Those stations are ready. Just just flip a switch. And there they are. They're going to be directive stations. They're going to be satellite stations. They're going to be ready to go to work. And that I think that's what happened to the station I was at, formerly known as WWNN, now known as 95.3 and 96.9. I don't care. They got that thing. It's a fortress now. Just for an oldie station? They got like eyeball tech, you know, to, to get in and out of the doors. And I, I, don't, I don't think I told you this. And it's owned by some Gavones out of Long Island that are Trumpers. That, that probably uh, came down here because uh, <coughs> they had to. They probably had no choice. And that's why they're here. These Gavones. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to have, uh, yeah, rock and roll oldies. Yeah, that's fun. But when it comes down to it, and we got to flip the switch, and we go right wing, we're ready to go. And that's what they're going to do. I mean, come on. How, how, how else would you figure? It's not just Vlad, duh. I mean, how else would you figure? After what happened in Uvalde, Texas, this year, with all that death, all that carnage, all those parents out there with no answers from this uh, gimp Abbott, this asshole, this, this, this neglectful, Dumbass, piece of shit, Abbott, who, who should have been out the last time they had an election. 60% of Uvalde voted again for Greg Abbott. Why do you think that happened? Why do you think that is? And they, they wouldn't go for Beto. Why do you think? Well, for one thing, anybody can name me one progressive radio station out in Uvalde, Texas. Name me one progressive radio station at all anywhere in Texas. <clears throat> and what shot that Beto ever will have of, of winning anything out there. Texas has had their chances. They they had they didn't have to have Rafael Cruz. <clears throat> it could have been Beto. And they didn't have to have this gimp in the wheelchair who who's just a just a disaster on wheels. Just and they keep putting them back in. Why do you think that is? Why? Could it be they're that stupid? Well, yeah, but that's only part of the process of being dumbed down when you're listening to propaganda radio day in and day out. And, oh, yeah, but you got uh, CNN. Like I said, propaganda day in and day out. CNN is dead. MSNBC, eh, it depends on how many Republicans they have on the air at once. <laughs> but as far as progressive news, uh, all you're ever going to get is democracy now, which is great the first half hour. Two problems with democracy now. One, it's on at 8 o'clock, and by the time they air it at 5, all the news is old. Big problem there. But they're thorough and do a great job reporting. And the other problem is, if you're not interested in the story they spotlight on the second half, then you're screwed. But if you are interested in that story, <clears throat> they do a fantastic in-depth job. Uh, that's one show. Uh, that's it for TV. 
And then you got satellite radio. Well, you got satellite radio. What is it, 127? And we got one, I think one and a half progressive channels on satellite. And five Trumper Dumper stations on there. Or is it, <laughs> we're going to be saying in its future, death sentence stations. That I can't believe. <clears throat> Especially that last spot he made where he's comparing himself. He's anointing himself as a, <laughs> a, del- a deliverance from God himself. Wow. Wow. He's deifying himself. That fat Nazi fuck. Proving once again that there are no limits anymore. There's no more limits. Unaccountable, unchecked impunity. Nothing. Nothing. What's that Merrick Garland saying? No man is above the law. We're a nation of laws. Uh, Correction, Merrick. Selective laws. Yes. Custom-made laws. Yeah, don't don't leave that out, Merrick. Next time you stand up and, and make one of those speeches that no man is above the law. Good afternoon. Yeah, hi, Debbie. Since I became Attorney General, I have made clear that the Department of Justice will speak through its court filings and its work. <laughs> Much of our work is by necessity conducted out of the public eye. We do that to protect the constitutional rights of all Americans and to protect the integrity of our investigations. This is all I can say right now. More information will be made available in the appropriate way and at the appropriate time. Thank you. You're welcome. Your office is letting everybody walk, including a mongoloid that lives in Palm Beach that is selling or has already sold our top defense secrets to our enemies who has provided aid and comfort to our enemies. Let him go. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, there you go. No man is above the law. Merrick Garland. I am above the law! But yeah, we don't have a, we don't have a broadcast media infrastructure and that's going to be our downfall. It almost was this time. We came pretty damn close. But we're going to have to be doing some uh, smacking and slapping around <clears throat> the next two years. And and one of that being, uh, listen, how come they got the CPAC, but we don't have a DPAC? Anybody have an answer for that? How come we don't have a DPAC? Because I could tell you something, uh, <laughs> and this is the truth. DeSantis is running for president right now. Right this second, as I speak, as you hear my voice, he is engaged in a campaign for 2024. <clears throat> He's not wasting any time. And you know something? Republican Party has learned that that's the way to go. Are we doing that? No. No. No, we are not. Because we never do. That would mean you'd have to get up and do some work. Which a Democratic Party leadership does not want to do. They don't want to learn anything new, and they don't want to work. That's the only thing they hate other than communication skills, is they hate hard work. Isn't that right, Manny Diaz? Boy, this place is just... Nicole Sandler, she's made it no, no secret, depending on what goes on in Arizona, which at this stage is still being decided. Uh, she's going to go there. She's <laughs> Florida's done. She said, I'm going to wait for the result of the election. That's going to decide it for me. If, if uh, DeSantis wins, and not only he won, it was a, it was a red wave in Florida. I don't know, the media doesn't want to say it, but it was a red wave in this state. I mean, even Rebecca Jones, Matt Gates again? Seriously? Him again? The fuck? People. Mr. Upside Downhead. Ah, oh, Mr. Predator. Again? Well, he's uh, you know, right by me. There's no excuse for that. And not to mention Rebecca Jones was a lot more pleasant to look at. Well, she's young. She could go after him again. He'll win again. What is the way? Well, I know the villages. I'm going to get to that. Yeah, but she's out of here. And I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all. Uh, and also, depending on what happens in Arizona, she might wind up in California, although that's unlikely, or, or uh, Nevada. But she's going out west there, which I don't know, Nicole. They're, uh, they're, 
just as fringy as they are here. Especially the uh, trans community. Oh, that's a mystery to me. Still a mystery. By the way, I should mention uh, one of my trans sisters, uh, Sandy Collins, otherwise known as Sandy Caprice in England, has passed away from, guess what? Cancer. And, uh, <clears throat> now, Sandy, uh, she, she started out as in uh, late 80s, early 90s, in England, in London, as a transgender model. And moved over here, became a showgirl, post-op showgirl, I might add. And uh, that's where I met her. She got me started in that business, and that was fun for several years anyway. And she moved back to England and, and uh, got a gig uh, working in a soap opera as an actress. And, uh, and that was great. And the next I hear, she dies of cancer. She's 61. All my friends, I keep dying, dying. So please take it easy out there. Oh, man. Gotta take a break sometime. And I think, <clears throat> as you already know about for health reasons, uh, I'm going to be taking uh, breaks that are a little bit longer <laughs> uh, than I usually do. <laughs> like this one here. I mean, is it okay? I told you it was going to happen. <clears throat> uh, I can go so far and then I... Got ready to pass out after a while. I, I spoke earlier of uh, Nicole Sandler doing the right thing and leaving Florida, com completely moving out of Florida uh, because of what happened this week and uh, going to Arizona. And with that, let's go back to my version of the 1970 Mark Lindsay hit. I'll see you on the other side. I had a problem that I couldn't talk about. I guess I was too ashamed. I was boiled by a moil who took way too much off I've given him the blame And after a lifetime of rejection and dejection I had to find a better way So I went in for an erection injection And now everything is okay That's my boner Longer than an Amtrak train That's my boner Take another look at my when I buy new pants with an expanding fly I'd rather do that than stay hung like a gnat no need to wonder why found a new direction and I'm making an impression feel like a brand new guy when I swing it around and lob it down on the table if it had wings it could fly that's my boner pointing out a better way Yeah, you're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Oh, by the way, you know, I forgot to mention Tim Ryan lost in Ohio. Tim Ryan, who I thought all the polls had him in it. It was in the bag. Tim Ryan. And again, why do you think he lost? Anybody? Say it with me now. Broadcast media infrastructure. Okay. Now, that said, uh, <clears throat> for my uh, health update, um, I had my... Uh, radiation treatments, five of them, uh, two months ago. And as the uh, radiologists and oncologists all agree that uh, after you have your initial radiation treatments, uh, the after effects, the, the side effects, take place. It takes two months for them to start. And they have started. <clears throat> so as you could tell, I still haven't really gotten my voice back yet. And... Uh, the side effects include, <laughs> I can't even get my deep voice going. <clears throat> Let me try to, side effects include. I can't do my deep voice, sorry. <clears throat> you know, nausea, constant, chronic, I mean, just punishing nausea, uh, gas in my stomach. When when I went into the, first went in for the treatments back in 
uh, September, they shot me full of steroids, and my stomach swelled up to like a basketball size, like really, really hard. I don't want to gross you out or nothing. But it never went down, and it's not from food. It's just hard. I don't know what it is, and I'm being told that it'll go away. But in the meantime, I suffer from weakness and exhaustion, and until this all passes... I can't drive my car or go anywhere or do anything or go shopping or be a normal human being yet. But I am being told, and this is my update to my audience, that this will go away and I will become uh, better as these things subside and they will subside. And the cancer will be there. I want to focus on fighting the cancer. I can't even get my mind or wrap my brain around it because the pain is so severe in my abdominal area. Anyway, so there you are. There's the uh, latest update with my, my health uh, situation. And I want to thank everybody uh, for, again, supporting me and standing by me and, and helping me. Uh, I'd be at a real loss without you guys. I got a really good uh, listening audience. And, and here's some good news. There might be a brighter future for all of us. So you want to hear a political phrase? Uh, let's work together to build a bridge to a brighter future ahead. Yeah. Uh, and, and my brighter future is that this area where I live is now, we're, we're graduating to the 1990s. We're getting optic fiber in this area. So you know what that means? That means <clears throat> a better show. That means I could do more things. I might go live. I might do a camera thing. I was asked by a gentleman on North Boca. <laughs> thing is, I don't know if I can make the drive, but he he's willing to provide me a studio to do a show. I might I might take him up on that, depending on how I'm feeling. But here, um, I'll be able to do it right here in my very own studio, so I wouldn't have to drive anywhere. And I'd have to somewhat get my looks back because I lost that too in the process. But everybody, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And of course, I got to thank you filled with love for my official sponsor and underwriter, Ernie. We love you. Yeah, Ernie, thank you. And thanks to everyone else who has hit the donate button on the BritSummerShow.com. And you see, Ernie, I did not forget. And if you got any more favorites, just forward them to me, and I'll get them on the air for you. I hope I get laid. I hope I get laid this tour. I grew before a day is all that I'm asking for. favorites here in the Brit Summer Show. Uh, and I'm doing things a little bit uh, ass-backwards than I usually do. And that's because I haven't really decided on what direction this, or what erection this show is going to take from here on out. Because, first of all, if I stay political, uh, I could, I'm in Florida now. And that could result in getting me killed. So I don't know if I'm going to stay political. I could go musical. That would be fun. <clears throat> Anything else would uh, lock me into a local status. Uh, I mean, talking about local restaurants, whatever it is, or local media here. Um, but I don't want to do that because I have an international audience, which uh, I'm grateful for, and I don't want to lose them either. Because, uh, quite frankly, flood isn't all that interesting, although not judging from the last election, it's going to get interesting, depending on how many people he incarcerates. Me being chief among them. People like me. Because he don't like people like me. This guy that's anointed by God. Oh, this son of a bitch. Ooh, we got problems here in Florida. And, and if I won the lottery, the first thing I'd look into is real estate elsewhere, out of here. So that's the only way it could ever happen. Oh. 
Okay, let's lighten the show up a little bit, shall we? Let's <clears throat> get a little bluesy here. I usually do this at the bottom of the hour of the show, but <clears throat> things got changed around. Excuse me. <coughs> I'm not, and besides, I don't have much much voice left anyway, so I'm going to get through as much as the, of this as I can. <coughs> yeah, that's the uh, C-O-P-P-D kicking in. But the fun song of the week is going to be this one. Back when I was a rock and roll disc jockey uh, in a nightclub, <laughs> Big Daddies, as a matter of fact, it was Flanagan's, and it was a, a rock and roll <clears throat> formatted uh, nightclub, and I also worked at a place called uh, Trader Jack's on A1A on the beach, and uh, I was the rock and roll fun time DJ in there, and, and you know something, <laughs> it was a fun gig, and I got paid really well. But those places, they're gone now. <clears throat> like everything else I've done, it's all gone. But there was one singer from the early 60s. His name was Steve Alamo. He's from here. We had some talent break, break national. And uh, you probably know him from this nationwide hit from 1962. Every day I have to try some. Every day I have to What's fascinating about this is Steve Alamo was here, this song was recorded here, went became a national an international hit, it was a hit in Australia, and was one of the first songs that the young Bee Gees covered in Australia when they were kids. And then they wound up all moving here, and as it turns out, most of them dying here too. But yeah, Steve Alamo had this hit, and then he had a follow-up hit in 64 that I would play as a trivia contest, you win a free drink if you can tell me the title of this song. part where he starts to choke on a whitefish bone. I'm not sure. He's hacking on something. That this, uh, the reason that this didn't become a bigger hit is because it was, get this, one beat too slow. It was like an early version of ska, and had it been one beat faster, it probably would have went uh, a little bit more of a hit. Than, it didn't even break 100. I mean, it did here, it broke a 40 here. Make up your mind. Stand up, sit down, whatever. What do you want us to do? <laughs> yeah, Steve Alamo. Yeah, you can be there for hours and days and weeks, perhaps, trying to uh, establish the title of that song. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Listen, I can afford to get a little bit silly and not funny and stupid after a while. But you're still listening to The Brit Summer Show, the woke spot on your dial. I think I'm going to change it to that. 
Just to just to piss off uh, Governor Fat Ass Pussy Boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen every imaginable uh, Photoshop of short fat fanny in the in the white boots. This is who. Well, we're not really stuck with him. He, he's going to be torn. He he's not going to be in this state. He did all the damage he wanted to do, and now he's going to do wants to do it nationally. And I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think anybody. Oh, I can't even do a, a, an impression. Wow. <clears throat> My voice is that shot. I can't even do an impression. I can't even do a monotone impression of, uh, what's his name? Governor piece of shit. That the villages wanted. Oh, the villages wanted him. Well, you got him now. And with luck, now that you have a Republican Congress, maybe you can get rid of your Social Security. Hmm? How would you like that? Get rid of it. You don't want your social security checks, do you, villages? That's what your talk show hosts say. <laughs> I don't want no... I don't need social security. That's communism. Yeah, okay. So you don't get it no more. That's it for you. <laughs> you made your talk show host happy, but you're not going to be so happy now, are you? Villages. And all you bitter old Republican... Uh, <laughs> I would say Trump-loving, but prior to that, you were Bush-loving. Whoever is wearing the Schwarzdika on their arm, at the moment, you are a loyal uh, follower. <clears throat> but then again, that's the adhesive. That is the glue that holds that party of madness together. We don't have that with the Democratic Party. We, we have no adhesiveness whatsoever at all. It's everybody for themselves. You know, with all the negativity I've been talking about with this election, I have to give credit to political organizations like some of these clubs I'm a member of. Um, these people bust their ass. I mean, they get out there and they really try really hard to get new voters registered uh, to sign up. And, and another thing, when we set up a, a voters registration booth or, or uh, something like that, we, we, you know, we encourage them to uh, register Democrat, but we, if they want to register Republican... Uh, we don't discourage that either. It's just what it's supposed to be, a registration uh, area. <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, that sound you just heard behind me <laughs> was my little baby cat, Mimi. <laughs> Doing her job, following through as a good girl, knocking things off the shelf. <laughs> but uh, with an election like that, it's not their fault. Everybody tried their best. Uh, you can't blame them. The blame rests squarely on the current leadership of the Florida and anybody who is in leadership position in the Democratic Party right now. That's who is a blame for this, uh, losing the entire state of Florida. So I just wanted to make that clear. And when I'm dressing down the Democratic Party, I'm not including those people. They do everything they can to make elections happen, to win seats. But we're just small clubs. We're just small organizations that uh, you know we try our best. And uh, you don't get any support. If you don't get any help from the people who are allegedly in charge of everything. This is the result. And, uh, and as for uh, the villages, well, they got what they wanted. This is now an authoritarian state. It's what the it's what it's what these old well. First of all, the World War II vets they're gone. Okay, so what we have there, or maybe a few Korean vets, some Vietnam vets, but primarily peacetime vets who never saw action. Like me, I'm a peacetime vet who never saw action. But those are the ones at the villages waving the flag and have with the bumper stickers and the, and the hats and the. You know, or the cosplay, the real assholes, the embarrassments to all the other vets who have seen action. And let me tell you something, going in and out of this uh, veterans hospital and the clinic, you see men and women who really gave their all, sacrificed a lot for their country. And you look at these people and you compare them to the lazy, fat, TV-watching, uh, buffet-swilling old fart shit in the villages. Well, you get what you deserve. 
You don't want your Social Security check? Well, of course I want my Social Security check. Well, how come you continually vote for people who want to take that away from you? Well, that's not what they want to do. That's not what they say on Fox News. The Fox and French, that's not what they say on my favorite radio talk show. None of those people on the TV or on the radio or any of the people that you listen to in villages, they don't give a shit about you. But you just keep obeying. You obey what they say. Line up in single file and slide down that G's greater slide. You can have all you can pack away Since we're eating today the early bird buffet Grab those tongues and flip the food around As if a diamond could be found underneath the tray But don't forget who's paying the bill And in whose booth you're gonna be So darling, save the last fish for me the food is tasty and the price is low. I love buffets so much. My favorite thing of all is when I go, I love to fondle and to touch. Yes, I know. Yes, I know. If you eat too yes, fast, you could get bad yes, gas when it's time yes, to go. I know. Yes, I know. The food is soft. Food is soft. Take some red or green jello, macaroni and food cheese, steal some sweet and soft. But don't forget who's paying the bill and in whose booth you're gonna be. So darling, save, save the, the last fish for me. It's our time. time. It's oh, our time. time. Save the last fish for me. It's our time. It's our time. Save the last fish for me. Time for another whimsical adventure with the little old rascal. Boy, that was some line. Well, I think it was worth it. The latkes are wonderful. Are you finished with the coleslaw? Don't be such a snorer, Sheldon. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, look at Joe at the pace. There's nothing left for the busboys. Hey, look at those two kids over there. What the hell are kids doing here? It's our time. But kids, they must be in their 50s. Okay, watch this. You boys enjoying your meal? Huh? Talking to us, Pop. Oh, he's starting already. Shut up, Sheldon. You know, if it wasn't for guys like me fighting the big war, you boys wouldn't be here today to enjoy this good food. Gee, thanks a lot. There you go again, embarrassing us. (laughs) Was that you, Estelle? Of course it was. It serves as a good reminder. You know something? Uh The money you save on this meal would be well spent on deodorant for Sheldon. Oh, he hasn't worn deodorant since the war. Ah, Smells like the 1950s in here. what do you mean? It's not anymore? Enjoying the meal, boys! Yeah, yeah, Enough good. already, you punch! Uh, listen to this it. over here from a schmuck who wears Zoris in the pool. Blow it out your ass, you old Now, bastard. see here, I'm proud of what we did over there. Oh, yeah, big deal. Who ate all the pickles? You did, your mum's ass. That's what you say. I used to be a bug. It's Brittany Summers. Talk radio with balls and big ones, too. She's unforgettable. Around the corner to five, hop in my marquee. Because it's early by time, rush out with traffic. Well, that's their problem, not mine, when I cause havoc. Light signal left and tight right, I want my supper. But take it slow when I drive, so should you supper. And shoot the number one sign, I say oi they. That's what I say, I say oi they. I'm really moving at 20 miles or less. I have my brakes on, like a recalcitrant pest. My mouth is open, it's open fine when I drive to let me know if. I'm breathing and still alive, I find depends on So I see you in the field, you call me moron To me that's no big deal, I say oi they That's what I say, I say oi they I spilt my colostomy bag that made my base crust Felt it really stink Colostomy bag, colostomy bag, oops Colostomy bag, colostomy bag I can't reach my oxygen The tank rolled underneath my big bed seat <laughs> Nosh on green jello, a person's ready to fill with sweet and low. Painted the ashes, they didn't give us a bib, forgot my glasses. So now I can't leave a tip. My lady asked me if 
everything is okay. But when I answer, the only thing I can say, I say oi vey. That's what I say, I say oi vey. That's what I say, I say oi vey. That's what I say, I say oi vey. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brit Summers at thebritsummershow.com. You can go eat well if you're broke with egg foo young and lo mein and happy family. It is the Chinese buffet. Eat chow fun till you're done. I know it's no good for me. Okay, take out the MSG. Don't want a heart attack. Can't reach the food while on my back. This is the end, I fear. Grab the paddles and you're clear. And as I'm fresh and life is passing, I'll be back in a chip. You get the duck sauce, I'll grab an egg roll for the ride. On the way. So don't delay, eat now, it's really good Kung Pao, no reason to be deprived The buffet opens at five And if you swallow it all, I'll follow you to the stall When it's all said and done, I definitely ate too much himself I didn't even get to Lindsey Graham yet Oh, speaking of doing impressions So I'm going to uh, cut out early And go out with the uh, a song or two that uh, reflect my feelings of the past week. Negative or positive or whatever. I did all I could do for this week's show. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to get another one out for you next week. I uh, can't say what day, but I'm going to try. And thank you once again for tuning in. Until next time, this is Brett Summers saying, if you want to give a Democratic leader a heart attack, just sneak up behind the, him or her and go, <gasps> communication. I woke up this morning Got a breakfast burrito at some greasy place with hash browns and a side of sausage. The Brit Summers Show. The real alternative to mindless garbage. In the evening, when I shock my teeth, I like coming something sweet. They have these muffins that you can buy. They say there's no sugar, but that's a lie. Sugar tonight in my muffin, but the label says nutrient sweet. My doctor says I can't have nothing that's bad for my diabetes. I'm gonna show him a something, cause the best it's like to be. Hey, baby, 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 baby. Nothing goes down like a nice brand muffin, it's soft and golden brown. 
It's easy to gum when you want it. You chomped it and your teeth aren't in your mouth. It's very easy on your kishkis and it comes out smooth like Metamucil, so it's, it's comfortable when it shoots out. Found sugar tonight in my muffin. That's bad for my diabetes. Now I'm gonna show up for something. That's the best it's like to me. Baby, 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 baby,